0: Alright, welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. It is Thanksgiving here in the United States of America, and we have much to be thankful for, even in the midst of a lot of hardships and a lot of difficulties in this last year. You know, if we're born, we have a chance to know the Lord and live forever with Him. That in itself merits the most thanks. Definitely worthy of thanksgiving. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Okay, so here are some areas of everything, as the scripture says, that we can apply this command of thankfulness to, according to scripture. So ask yourself this question, are we thankful for our work? Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord and not for people. So here's a question. Do we work hard as if we're doing the work for the Lord if we believe the job is actually from the devil? The scripture says, whatever you do, not just the fun stuff, not just the stuff we want to do, but whatever we set our hand to do. Thankfulness is really to be the posture of our heart when we encounter the Lord. Where do we see that in scripture? Let's look at Psalm 100 verse 4. The scripture says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courtyards with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Every courtyard actually belongs to God. Everything is his. Every metron, you could say. So in the new covenant, Jesus resides in you. The presence of God resides in you. And if you've accepted the Lord and you walk with the Lord, Christ actually lives in you. You are the new covenant temple. Since we no longer enter a physical temple to encounter God, the courtyards and the gates are in the spirit, so to speak. Inside your heart is where you can now boldly approach the throne of grace and abide with your Father God. This is where we encounter God. This is where we interact with the presence of God. What we can apply from Psalm 104 here in the New Covenant is that thankfulness is the posture of our heart And how we're known to make an entrance, you might say, when you come before the Lord. What flag are you flying, so to speak, when you approach boldly before the throne of God? One might reflect here and evaluate, you know, by asking this kind of question. What stands out about the entrance I make into the presence of God? You know, everybody makes an entrance, so to speak, when they arrive in a certain space or in a room or at church Everyone notices something about that person. So when you approach boldly the throne of God in the Spirit, what do the heavenlies recognize about you? What do they see? Do you approach boldly with thanksgiving and praise, as is referred to in Psalm 104? So what stands out about the entrance I make into the presence of God? Honestly, most of us are not really known for our thankful posture when we show up before the throne of God to visit with our Heavenly Father. We usually come dragging some other baggage along with us, and we're known for a different kind of entrance before God. So here's another question Are we thankful for others? As we're talking about this being the posture of our heart before the Lord, are we thankful for others? This is a good indicator. So I had this really interesting dream a while back and it made a big impact on me about others, about valuing people. So in my dream, I was going to grocery shop, probably at like Whole Foods or some grocery store like that, and I was in the produce department and I was getting my groceries together, I was shopping, I was getting ready to go check out, and this gentleman who was working in the produce department comes running up to me, he's super excited. And he, apparently in my dream he knew me and he was telling me all these exciting things about how he was encountering God, what God was teaching him, what he was reading in the word, how important his work was becoming to him as he worshiped God through his work. And the funny part about the dream was, is that I was really uncomfortable at first in my interaction with this gentleman because every third or fourth word was a swear word, and I wasn't—I was just not used to that. Even in my dream, it was a little bit shocking. But he was so excited about the things of the Lord and about what was going on in his life as he followed Christ that I began to kind of overlook the uh, swear words that were coming out regularly in his conversation. And it was a little bit shocking to me in the dream, but also as he stepped back and went back to work in the dream, I looked over and there was like a manager or an owner of the store sitting at a desk in the produce department and he was smiling and nodding and looking at me and he just said, thank you, thank you for valuing this guy. Thank you for recognizing him and showing him dignity and honoring his walk with the Lord or his pursuit of God. And I immediately, even in the dream, realized that that manager, that owner represented the Lord in this dream and just how grateful he was, how thankful God actually was about how I reacted and treated and honored this gentleman who was sharing with me. Uh, regardless of his invasion upon religious language norms with his swearing. So are we thankful for others? Do we make room for others? James 2.9 says, But if you show partiality, you're committing sin. So question here then, Do we show value for people if we're not thankful for them? Thanksgiving dinner is coming up with your family, so think about it. Do we show value for people if we're not thankful for them? People can tell if you're not thankful that they're there. How many of us will be eating Thanksgiving turkey with a void in our soul, a void of thanksgiving for another person? A person that God is actually thankful for and that God wants to thank you for how you treat them. Do you know that God is thankful that you're alive He's also thankful that your annoying drunken uncle is alive. The simple acts such as how you treat people and interact with them really matter to God. You're his hands and feet. You're his rep and often his voice to people. You represent him here on earth. You represent him in your Metron. You represent him at Thanksgiving dinner. So there are two leading indicators of whether or not we're cultivating a posture of thanksgiving, whether we're cultivating this spirit of thankfulness into the culture of our metron, of our space. Are people glad to see you? That's a good question to ask yourself. This can be an indicator of how you're doing in this. Is God thankful that you're his rep in that space? Is God thankful that you're his rep at Thanksgiving dinner? Are people glad when they run into you in the produce department, so to speak? Do we put performance pressure on others? That's also a good question. All our metrons are filled with rough edges. In fact, we ourselves are likely rough around the edges. Just listen to how you talk, listen to how you cheer for the football game, listen to how you verbalize your frustration when the game is over and your team is lost. God doesn't put religious pressure on his kids to perform. Example, not swearing when we're working in the produce department. He is more focused on the enthusiasm you have when you talk about him. I believe that when one is thrilled and filled with thankfulness while living in the kingdom, God is thankful that you are thankful. Ask ourselves this question in this season Are we thankful for him? Are we thankful for our work? Are we thankful for others? Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at MetronManager.com.